golf game, like that a golf fan would say that that best sport. Yeah, and such a golf fan, we call him Mr. Golf. So, kudos to Mr. Golf, but uh. And he says that Mario Golf is the says, best golf game says that ever. Mario Golf, golf Toadstool Tour for the Nintendo GameCube, <laughs> released in the year of our Lord and Savior 2003, <laughs> is apparently the greatest golfing video game. What I want to know is is the the committee, the the focus group. Are, uh, I would love to be a fly on the wall in that focus group session that was deciding on. Okay. We need suddenly I'm Trump. Okay, okay. You're doing so, the hand gestures and everything. Yeah, I'm doing the right we, hand gestures. We've got golf. We've got I like golf. Stools. I, I sometimes play golf. Uh I'm pretty good at golf. Ask uh, my wife. Uh a big fan. It's terrific. <laughs> terrific sport. Terrific game. Uh but I wanted to be a I want to be a fly on the wall in the mm. the room when they're deciding, all right, we've got to have tour. We've got to have the word tour in this game yep. title. Because everything around golf is around yeah. whatever fucking tour it is. Yeah. What's what's the Mario tour we're gonna have? Yeah. Toadstool tour. Yeah, that's it. It's 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 in canon. It really it's rolls off the tongue. Yeah. <laughs> Reggie Fisame was in that meeting going, By God, I think we've got it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Welcome back to uh down down toadstool. Gamers are down. <laughs> down down gamers are down. Uh, it's been a hot minute. We were going to, yeah. I, I I feel like it was like, we were going to do Goodfellas and then we let it, it go Still so up. long. Still are. <laughs> you let Let's, it go so long. We did, you know, we were busy. You, you've had the, I think the busiest season since in the, yeah, coming I've up actually, on, yeah. it very may well have been already our four year anniversary. Yeah. Who knows? From the first know. record. I don't and know. Since then. <laughs> Clearly we the don't most... care about this podcast anymore. I, I, I know it's generally the winter of 2018, you know, the dates aren't important. It's, it's, the, it's the same. But I will say that this is the most busy I've ever seen you in your professional career. And it really did coincide with the least busy I've ever been in life. <laughs> Why didn't you just do your own podcast? Hey, it's Dom. Hey, guys, it's Dom. Like, yeah. subscribe. I mean, you're doing YouTube's. But. Yeah, I'm doing. Yeah, I got my. I got my little. I got my little hobby doing video game let's plays on YouTube. Check it out. The video game. Uh, I'll plug. Morgan will eventually come on the show when he. Wants what to. I. I will look. What I feel is funny is that it has coincided, and I was me- this. This was mentioned. A friend of mine mentioned this to me. Like, hey, just letting you know. Like, does this affect you? <laughs> it was a link to it. Like. Some news website being like how Coles is finally ditching its downtown campaign. Like, that's it. You didn't tell me about this. Oh, I I totally. What? Oh, I'm so glad that I get to break this to you right now. So my friend, friend of mine, friend of ours, I don't know if friends of the show, I don't know if Josh Withers has ever been on the show, but Josh Withers is is definitely a friend of the show. Isn't that usually a phrase that is reserved for people who come on the show? Anybody we want to say is a friend of the show is a friend of the show. Is a friend of the show? All right, fine. It's fine. Uh, yeah. Coles, I'm going to find it right now. Show. He sent me, hmm. does this affect, he's like, does this affect you? Or how does this affect you? Or yeah. will you across this? Yeah. That was very much one of those. Keep like, us informed. Yeah. And I was like, damn. And then I don't think I sent it to you for some reason. No, you didn't. This is the first I'm hearing of it. They're, they're losing the down, down marketing. It's completely being, it's completely being, yeah, that's it. That's it's done. I think kind of good for us because it means it doesn't, it doesn't like, it doesn't like, it means that the legal threat of us encroaching on Coles's 
IP or whatever is gone. Yeah, and and it's a and it's a it's a dual a dual action of the yeah. fact that it is now an even more niche reference. Yeah, it does take <laughs> away the accessibility <laughs> of the because now there's just a hard line on people who recognize the joke. Yeah, that's it. Like uh, the future uh, uh, generations are not going to know about the Coles ad, therefore will not know what the. <laughs> Down, down, critics are down is in reference to. So what's your podcast about? Bargain Bin Films. And it's yeah. called, okay. And it's called The Fresh Film People. And <laughs> yeah, uh, right. it's, we finally make the hard pivot to The Fresh Film People. That's right. It's good. The, the, on the cards for years. The perfectly cromulent uh, podcast title, The Box That You First Bump Into When You Walk Into Any yeah. JB Hi-Fi Ever That yes. You Accidentally See and is yeah. Full of DVD boxes. Luminescent cardboard. <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> Oy vey. Well, that's that's fascinating. But yeah, we yeah, were, yeah, again, yeah. we were meant to we we are going to do good fellas. You we'll know, we stick through our it's work so on that is next, but it's our favorite holiday. It's, it's our favorite well, is it our favorite? Do we prefer this to Christmas in February? I don't know. We we love this. We this is the Let's talk about let's talk about every film boy's favorite director. Yeah. Well, I don't know that's a it's not Tarantino. It's, I'd argue it's that he's it's, probably the the stereotype of like film yeah. boy podcasters. It's changing, you know. It's a it's a very he definitely had it. I'd say from 2010 to 2014, from Inception to Interstellar, he had it. He was the favorite. Hmm. But um, hmm. you know now now there's new kids on the block. You know people. People love a bit of a uh, Edgar Wright. Who's got some heat? No, Edgar. Edgar fell off. Edgar. People aren't. People didn't like that. Um, that last night in Soho film. Apparently, I still have yet to see it. I, I also have yet to see it. But the film boys I know of were, were like, "There's some new heat. There's some uh, the Sadfi brothers are on, on on a hot streak. Um, Ari Aster's getting a lot of play. Um, I feel like the da- Daniels, Daniel China and Daniel Kwan are famous for. Films such as Everything Everywhere All at Once and uh ah, and so Swiss Army Man. Everyone keeps telling me to see that. I have seen it. Basically, I, yeah. Are you I famously tell me used yet? I famously used you didn't invent this saying, but you certainly introduced it to me. It is the ultimate does what it says on the tin film. Look. The ultimate does what I mean, it says spoilers, on the but I know basically what it's about. Like I understand <laughs> the basic premise of premise of the film. It's yeah. Because someone said to me, and like I knew it already, but then someone at a party said to me, was like, it was really annoying because I saw that and then we saw Doctor Strange and it was just a shit version of that. And I was like, cool, not going to go see Doctor Strange. People kept saying that, but I don't know if I buy it. Having seen both, I don't know if I buy that. They're just films about multiverses. It's like saying. It's like saying that Star Trek and Star Wars are the same. Yeah. Different, very it's, different films. Yeah. No, no they, weren't, they weren't like, not, they weren't like entire. They weren't entirely different, but it was just, you know, multiverse is a hot thing where everybody can be like, here's character you know and love, but we have an excuse to do all their different iterations. Here's the hot one. Yeah. <laughs> Spider-Verse really <laughs> it off. Let's not yeah. let's not True. let's not get it twisted. Uh so here we are. Have you been watching anything else at the moment? I actually realized um I'm really annoyed at Paramount Plus that they still mm. haven't seemed to have got a, a profile thing. Mm. Because I logged in, I was like, I don't think I watched the end of Halo. And then it's like, yeah, because it's not bugging me to watch it. Yeah. Because <laughs> I leech that shit from you. <laughs> oh, you are? You're also on my... Okay. I'm so also I on your Paramount. My Paramount Plus currently is is leached to now four people that I know. 
yourself, <laughs> my mother, my mother who went to visit family members, logged in on my aunt's television. Ooh, and now this- I think my aunt has Paramount Plus, but for whatever reason, <laughs> it's been logged into mine. So when I'll open up Paramount Plus, I'll see like, oh, it thinks I'm halfway through watching episode seven of uh, Star Trek New Worlds. And I'm like, I would, I would never. What do you mean you would never? Was that you? No, I haven't watched it, but I'd tell you if I did. I thought it looked really nice. I just, I I don't know. Well, now that, now it's even more funny because it's like, damn. Fuck. I've missed a total opportunity here to be like, yeah, I totally watched it. That was me. Yeah. Like now (laughs) I can go through my, we have a, obviously you've seen the title of the episode. We're going to, we're going to theorize about Oppenheimer for 20 minutes. The only research I've done about this, by the way, is I just read the Wikipedia article about him and I'm just kind of like, cool. Like what is, is the central part? Yeah. Is the central part here? We are jumping straight in. We're going to be able to talk about the film. I, I let's do this quick segment. If we, I'm going to give the titles, what have people been watching on my Paramount Plus, and who's been doing it? <laughs> okay, now this is now. Listen, I didn't even. You know what? And this is fuck. I've seen this one sitting on there, but I, I've, I've never stopped to think about it because I was just like, oh yeah, you've been your kids been watching Paw Patrol in my Paramount nah. Plus. No, they don't. They don't know Paramount Plus exists okay, on so the now Apple I'm TV. Fucking confused because it says I was up to episode five of Paw Patrol, and I'm not watching Paw Patrol. I'm not watching Paw Patrol. You <laughs> who is watching? <laughs> Did you start watching the uh, Look. the 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 Mark Wahlberg? And I think that's. I that? I reckon this is an did actual. You, did weird... you watch? Start watching? Yeah, Infinite. This is this is your version of tattoos and drawing on your arms, because yeah, you've watched all these and you've forgotten. And <laughs> the only reason that we're talking about this is because yeah. you're looking at your watch history. That's an obscure reference to the film we were going to try and watch yeah. this week. We were. We could. were going to. The goal was for the Nolstice, and I think we probably said it in the summer Nolstice that we were going to do uh, Memento. Yeah, I think we, we we wanted to go back and do something uh, ages ago. That's yeah, n- yeah, yeah. Well, you know, not when you modern, do all of Batman. Modern. We sort of had that paved out that. for us for for eighteen months. Yeah, it's so easy. No, for twelve months. It was only twelve months. You <laughs> can't get that fucker thing anywhere. You can't find no. it. It's not in a. I mean, not that I really looked anywhere in bargain bins around I, I, my house, well, I, but I, I looked online yeah. a lot of places. I couldn't find. Yeah, it. I was gonna say. So we decided to watch Memento, just verbally agreeing to it. And I was like, so easy. I have that. I have that on DVD that I got in like year eleven, probably from a bargain bin. So it was probably a, a true sense of the show. But then you said you couldn't find it anywhere, and I went, "Huh, that's really interesting." And then, lo and behold, you can't do it. At least in Australia, it's not on any streamer. It's nowhere. You can't buy it on iTunes. You can't buy it rented on on any digital service. I mean, I could just finally get around to getting a VPN and just, you know, do it. Yeah, but it was still just like, that's that's so strange because it's like in the era of the, all of these companies 
in the era of everything assets. everywhere all at once. Yeah, here every every streamer all at once. You fucking logged into six different pa- accounts. You got <laughs> yeah. six different subs on the go. We've watched five episodes of Paw Patrol and forgotten about it. <laughs> yeah, and in the, the era and- of this, in the era of Paw Patrol on your aunt's TV, yeah. and seven episodes of Star Trek: <laughs> Strange New Worlds, whatever we, that is, we can't seem to find and, this film, and- which seems to be like a it's real. And uh, somebody got halfway through the pilot of 1883, the Yellowstone prequel. <laughs> I I don't fucking know. The only one I recognize is the offer, which I'm watching, which is the the Miles Teller makes the Godfather television show. Right. Which it's an alright show, but every time I watch it, I'm like, I don't think that's how it really happened. You know what I mean? Oh, really? It's just a little too dramatic where I'm like. Were you there? How did like, you know this? I don't, but I feel like it's. There's literally, and I've never seen this before. In the opening titles, says based on Albert R. Ruddy's experience on making The Godfather. Like it says that in that writing, like not based on the book by Al Ruddy. Yeah, I not mean, based on you know, it's like, the Coen brothers told us like, that Fargo was based on a true story, and not yeah, it wasn't. Spoilers. Well, it's, <laughs> it's true. It really does just make guys, it seem like they they got Al Ruddy. It drunk wasn't. And, it's very funny but that's the only it's that and iCarly those are the only things I'm watching on Paramount Plus anyway and Halo I liked liked Halo it was good it's good I enjoyed it it's fine it's different fuck out of here fanboys yeah you know what I was I was watching it going I'm enjoying this and it means that there's a lot of the internet that is not do you want to really open up do we really want to open up the camel webs and talk about Obi-Wan Kenobi Uh, I'm how much isn't there one episode There's yet to go? There's one episode coming out but are you tomorrow up to date? if you're I'm listening to, to the podcast. Yeah. Um, are you up to date on episode five? I'm up to date. I, it's a good show. It's a and good I show. I, I, and, it, and it's done that classic thing where it's like, Star Wars finally makes something good and all the quote-unquote Star Wars fans seem to fucking oh hate it. For Imagine, you know the meme where it's like guys with a time machine? Yeah, girls with a time machine. Yeah, I'm your grandmother. I'm your grandmother. What are the boys doing? What are the boys? The boys doing? The boys are just gonna get rid of, of, of inverted commas Star Wars fans. Star Wars fans are the worst. Chop them down like they're children in the Jedi Temple. Like Anakin Skywalker just putting a fucking hot knife through butter. Uh. No, I I, cle- I I genuinely think it's the best Star Wars show that Disney's made purely because it's the only one with a plot. It's amazing what that'll do. I disagree with that point. I think there's certainly plots. I know you do. I know. But uh, I uh, I think it's very good. I like uh, the show It's certainly very good Star Wars content. Uh, yeah, I agree. Love um, it. Watch but so, it. So, Memento, we couldn't find it. There was a Christ's meeting held today. <laughs> To be like, Still, well, yeah, we look, as to. much as we'd love to just flog it off and be like, I'll do it later. A, a large chunk of me was like, don't, don't miss the Nolsters. Don't miss the Nolsters. You, you love your holidays too much. We got to do it. We got to do something. And so I thought the easiest cop out <laughs> and one that would be much more entertaining than just talk about. Again, if when we do Memento, spoilers, that conversation is going to be, yeah, it's a good movie. Yes. <laughs> like, I've actually to- never seen it. Well, that'll be interesting because, again, it's for reasons that will become apparent in the summer nostalgia when we do watch Memento. I'm going to buy you a DVD copy of Memento and send it to your house so that this Thank summer, you. this summer we will be doing Memento finally. 
We what we could do is uh I'm, actually no, that's a stupid idea. <laughs> <coughs> <laughs> you can do it. Doesn't, doesn't, I'm not gonna say I'm not okay. gonna uh, say <laughs> But so I, I we we I thought, all right, well here's a plan. Here's the real the, the real six head cranium move. For this Nolstice, we will for this Nolstice, we will do a a a discussion, a preamble, a theoretical conversation between two interested film fans about the upcoming Christopher Nolan film Oppenheimer releasing in July of 2023 next, next year, year next winter yeah and i think has it been filmed yeah it's we're going to talk about we're going to talk about all of that in a moment okay. but i think this preamble will allude to next winter's purposefully uh purposefully belated Nolstice winter Nolstice episode where we will review Oppenheimer on release a la nice. no time to die so technically we will miss the Nolst- the winter Nolstice next year but only by a, a month or so while this actual Nolan film comes out look I just wonder how much like how much story there is in this I'm like yeah I, I read about him and it's like yeah. yeah cool he's a scientist and then yeah it was like, oh man, this sucks, and then the U.S. government like fucking shut him, yeah. like shut well, him this, out, and, this and then the JFK thing, like, apologized, <laughs> and then you know, and he quoted people qu- keep keep people keep misattributing yeah. the quote. That's yeah. the thing that I read. I was like, yeah, that's the fucking he. That's like the that's just in the scriptures of um, is it Hinduism? Mm, I don't know. I did no reading on the gen on the gentleman. Uh, Robert J. Oppenheimer, J. Robert Oppenheimer. Mm. Um, I'm just, um, I read the film. Right. I read the film notes. Okay. So, but obviously, we we know the real world history, and we know that it's a pretty fucking depressing ending in coming. Yeah. But what a what a timely movie that's going to be, just to remind everybody about nuclear war bad. It's um, is he is he shot himself in the foot again? Is he almost like, damn, we released this three-hour epic that was meant to save cinema, and then in the middle of a pandemic when no one went to the cinema, yeah. and now he's like, what are we going to do now? Like, yeah. Let's do some more stuff about like the world ending. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, hopefully, I think it's more. You know, Christopher Nolan believes that he can be a positive influence. And uh, so must most of the cast. Because fucking hell, it's a big cast. But again, we'll get cast? to that in a moment. Let's talking about the film. Let me take you back to late 2020. Yeah, Tenet comes out, and it's it's a success with about three sets of quotation marks around success. <laughs> I really liked it. Oh no, I'm not talking about the quality of the film. I'm talking about I know. It comes out yes. at a time where say mate, save it for the tenant nolsters. Yeah. That's coming. Um it comes out at a time where it's the it's the trailblazer. It's the person with the machete cutting down the super thick foliage to make a path in front of it for for theaters and theater operators, right? And uh does I think it does literally as well as anything could have at that. Like, bar a Disney Marvel 
Star War, whatever coming out to, you know, really secure some butts in seats. It's the best option, really. Yeah. Doc, can you, or the hypothetical corner, can you imagine if, for whatever reason, Rise of Skywalker got pandemic delayed? And it was the movie to open up cinemas again? Or it was like the... I What I was about to say, I was actually just thinking, is he thinking what I'm thinking? Because what I was thinking was, imagine if Jimmy Cameron <laughs> had Avatar 2 in the can. <laughs> and that was the film that was I, meant to save cinema. Ah, <laughs> uh, woo! <laughs> I, I'm, I'm scared. I'm, I got, I got a shiver down my spine just thinking about it because it's that's truly the, 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 that's truly a historic moment right there. If the pandemic wasn't already historic enough, film history would have taken place if, if James Cameron had been like, "No, nah, this is coming out in cinemas in." August, see it if you can. Ah, and then what? How how would that have affected the Avatar sequels? But imagine if Skywalker had come out then. Look, I don't know. Maybe people would have liked it more. Well, I'm not even thinking about. Again, I'm not even thinking about like the like the films are going to be the films. It's literally just like how do you get people? Like, do you remember what your mindset was in terms of? going to a theater in, in, in that era in 2020. Well, yeah, once I was sort of allowed to, I didn't think it took that much time for me to go and do it. I like, forget what I, the first thing I saw back in theaters was. Like I was fucking hungry. I was starving to see a movie in a theater again. I remember exactly what my first movie back in a theater was. It was fucking Bloodshot starring Vin Diesel. That's how hungry I was to go see a I movie. I forget in that theaters. even came out. Actually, you know what the first thing I saw after the start of COVID was? What? I'm pretty sure it was because they were because re- nothing was coming out. But when in places where the theaters had reopened, yeah. they were doing screenings of shit. Yeah. And the remaster Akira came out and I went to see that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you told me about that. That was great. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds sick. Fucking that's, great. that's the thing that we didn't mention, right? Like, Tenet and it was, was not like, cinema, the soundtrack. It was completely exactly. remastered soundtrack, I think. That was the thing. Exactly. Um, exactly. Tenet was not the the technical, you know, like theaters didn't open up as soon as Tenet did. It was a very slow crawl of like, okay, here, here are the theaters that are going to be open and here's Bloodshot. <laughs> Here is whatever. There was like some rom-com doing the rounds. God, I forgot. Because everything was just a blur. Because Tenet was like week two or three. Tenet was either the second or the third thing I saw back in theaters. I want to say the... No, I'm the second or third thing, right? And so it does like... Let me pull up the numbers. Well, let me not try and love this. Tenet numbers There's some numbers, but it was like... Not amazing. That's the thing. Exactly. It, it, everybody had completely different standards of, of 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 what it meant. But just pulling it up now. Oh my god. Tenet did. I love the fact that Box Office Mojo does have a little tag under here that just says COVID nineteen pandemic under the dates. Yeah. Um. Just in case you just, forgot. That's just domestically. If we're just looking at America. How much money do you think Tenet made? Uh, in its like, lifetime. In its lifetime? Yeah. Like 
hundred and something mil. And what was its budget? Like 300, 250. I, I'm not sure it made, I, I have a feeling that it either didn't or just barely made, made it back. Tenants, budgets. You'll be able to gauge the answer based off the noise I'm about to make. <laughs> oh yeah. God. Okay. Um, listen, tenant had a $200 million budget. Yeah. That is just the film production. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus the rule of thumb generally is you spend about as much money on the physical production as you spend on the marketing. Tenet made $58 million domestically in its lifetime. In its lifetime. That is so little. I want to look up right right now what box office mojo. I want to see what like one of the lower performing films of just like this past week was. Tenet made about roughly as much money as Top Gun Maverick made in its fourth week. Oh my God. And it made in its lifetime. Look, I guess it had to run. It had to walk before. And, and, and Tenet was yeah. assumedly in theaters. I can see this now. Right. How long were we in theaters for big buddy? We were in fucking theaters for four months. Domestically. Oh. This is all still just domestic longer. Okay, what about its international figures? April. Oh, international figures. Different story. Because let's think about how much better the pandemic was in other areas, such as ourselves. Internationally, let's go all territories here, internationally made $305 million. Okay. And the Is that best, including domestic or in addition? No, no, that's non-domestic. Total, it is 363 Okay, look. Yeah, but, you know, your marketing costs. Well, look, high-performing countries include uh, 22 mil from France. It's pretty good. 23 mil from the UK. That's all right, given our standards. 12. 12 million from us. Hey, look, that's, that's all right. That's good for our standards. We fucking, fucking went out two and made four tenants. 15 million. So that was all there was. <laughs> People are like, only- hey, we're taking little Johnny and Sarah to the sleepover. What are we going to go watch? This this is the only film yeah. we have on. Okay, let's yeah. watch it. That's all we got. <laughs> and hey. so, it, look, we all remember what, what life was like back then. Shit was kind of weird. Shit was kind of wild. And so where where are you going with this, Warner Brothers, Fitzgerald? the company that released the film, very much were like, okay, we can't afford to do that too much because that is a film that we can normally would have been able to make a whole bunch of money on. Tenet, I reckon in a in a non-pandemic world, would have done about 700, 800. Yeah. Which would have been great for them. So they know they've got Wonder Woman coming up and they know they've got their streaming service in the tuck. Hence, Warner Brothers spearheads alongside its streaming service of HBO Max. Go, what's the whatever the name of the Americans? We're Australian. We don't give a shit. No, whatever. They create their simultaneous theater and streaming release. So, for the entire next year, films like Wonder Woman 1984, Godzilla vs Kong, uh, 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 Mortal Kombat. Uh, I forget what their mid-years were for last year. I just remember that their last big one was uh, The Matrix Resurrections. All these films opened up simultaneously in theaters. Which I still haven't seen. <laughs> which still still happen. I think it still happens now. No, it does not. Not exactly, because Batman didn't go simultaneously to theaters and streaming. 
at some point they introduced the the shortened theatrical window. The old traditional thing was a movie was allowed to come out was only allowed to come out on home media ninety days after it had uh, opened in theaters, and that exclusive window was was a big thing um, for the studios specifically because you know back before we were all stuck at home. Um, they needed to create that artificial scarcity of like, hey, if you really loved seeing this in the cinema and you're fucking frothing to watch it again, you gotta, you know, we really want to tease you out, so we make sure that you buy that disc or digital version, whatever, after it comes out. And so, pandemic relates on, and they shorten this. And Chris Nolan isn't a big fan, mainly because he got kind of shafted by it, but also because you know he's. The, the, he's a cinephile. He's an auteur. He makes films for the big screen. So when he starts working on his new joint, we start we start to shop around a little bit. Specifically, and now I'm reading directly off the, the Wikipedia page. In January 2021, media reports mentioned the possibility that Nolan's next film uh, could be the first not to be financed or distributed by Warner Brothers. Blah, 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 blah. In September 2021, it was reported that, no, that's just about the film. Nolan approached multiple studios for the film, including Sony, Universal, Paramount, and Apple. According to insiders, Paramount was out of the selection early on because, as we were just talking about, they're into streaming. They Mm. want some hits for the streaming things. Not, obviously, uh, whatchamacallit, simultaneous releases, because they've also got a big movie star with a couple of big hits on the way that likes the cinematic experience. Monsieur Cruz, he's obviously going to want to maximize that cinema gap, but you best believe me, as soon as the Paramount executives can get it on there, Top Gun Maverick will be on Paramount+. Plus. Uh, on September 14th, it was announced that Universal would distribute the film with production begin set to begin in the first quarter. Now, do you think Chris Nolan is a demanding man? <laughs> <laughs> he sounds like a reasonable man, but he also well, sounds like if he wants something, he gets it. <laughs> wait till you hear about these fucking demands he threw on Universal's wow. table. All right, let's go. Some of Nolan's demands included the production budget of $100 million and an equal marketing budget. So, all right, let's see what we're talking about. $100 mil to make the movie, another $100 mil to uh, advertise it, which is, you know, usually, I think at this point, probably get bus ads. <laughs> you can think about like films with really high marketing budgets tend to scale from like at the very minimum, you've got a trailer. Every film can scrape together a trailer, no matter what your marketing budget is all the way to a call of duty style. Your fucking logo is on Doritos bags and Mountain Dew <laughs> bottles. Like your shit is everywhere. You can fucking get it. And somewhere in the middle there, where I think Tenet in most movies sits, I want to call it the Fortnite line. <laughs> so where, if it doesn't cross that, I just think that's the that's now the median for most blockbusters. Where you know, if you got a if you got a Batman movie coming out, or you got a you got a Spider Man movie, or a, even a Doctor Strange movie coming out, or a Fast and Furious or whatever, you'll you'll see a Fortnite skin or two. You know what I mean? You'll right. see. A, Right. You'll see some sort of some sort of. See, I'm so detached from that because I don't play Fortnite, and I also no. I don't. Oh yeah, but I do play Warzone. So well, look, all I I'm do see say a lot of shit that... happening in that. 
when your son hits gamer age, you Yeesh. will be on the periphery aware of what's happening. Whatever oh, I mean, the next he already his friend. He's he's nine and he's nearly ten, and his friends, some of his friends, play Fortnite, and I have yeah. not allowed this to happen. Yeah, because I'm a responsible parent. Yeah. Play Mario Golf or whatever he wants. Yeah, instead. fucking Toad School, Toadstool Tour. <laughs> play that. No, we play Rocket um, League. And that's what yeah. we do. Whole but thing. so I think it's safe to say Oppenheimer is going to sit below the Fortnite line. I don't I, think we'll be, <laughs> I don't think be seeing. Really? You know, really? I think it's that's safe a to bold that. call that you've. Just I think, it'll, like I said, I'm going to put my bet here. We'll be seeing the marketing somewhere between bus ads and a Fortnite skin. Okay. <laughs> So you'll see a bus ad, but no, no Cillian Murphy in a fucking 40s three-piece suit flossing. <laughs> flossing. <laughs> All right, that's demand one. Demand two. And again, see what I'm doing? I'm, I'm going through the list of all the stuff I mentioned in the preamble, so it all comes back now. The second demand, a theatrical window of at least 100 days. Okay. Yep. So this means that not only does it not get to come to streaming for a hundred days, I love the fact that he took the old ninety. Like he's so spiteful, he threw an extra ten days on it. Yeah, I like, like that. He was like, "Fuck that!" I'm into that. Week and a half. Ninety days. He was like, "Fuck that!" No, we're, we're cranking that. So not only will this not be immediately released to streaming anywhere, this will not be available on iTunes to like pre-buy for thirty-five dollars or anywhere. This will not be able to be viewed anywhere but a cinema for a hundred days. Only in theaters. I, I always like how misleading that is. Only in theaters for the next one hundred days. Yeah, for one hundred days. Yeah, that's which is also like, again, we still live in it. We're almost back to an era where a movie is only in there for four weeks. Yeah, like because that's just that's just and then how it's fast oh, and then out. it's in like what what do they call it Disney. Big fuck off multiplex Primo like or something. Twenty screens that can afford to just be like, yeah, we'll show like Oppenheimer like at like one forty p.m. I guess not. Not to you and I are used to like five theater places at the max. Four, three. The one in my hometown has two theaters, just two rooms, and either one of them showing a kids movie or the other one has got a blockbuster in it, and it's fucking. Maybe you get a screening of The Drover's Wife in between. That's uh, Demand 3. Yeah, now, okay. Extra, no, sorry. Extra time ties into Demand 3. 20% of the film's first dollar gross. Now, do you know what the first dollar gross is? Uh, I have a, no, a rough idea. Please explain For it. For those me. who don't, First dollar gross, and I'm reading again directly off the Wikipedia. First dollar gross is a practice in filmmaking where the participant receives a percentage of the gross box office revenue starting from the film's day of release. The participant begins sharing profits from the ticket sale, not waiting until the film studio turns a profit. So, uh, there are a whole bunch of actual other examples in here, but I will skip them because the point is Christopher Nolan clearly, clearly got denied a bag from the way Tenet got rolled out. Yeah. Some profits, like, it's not just the studio that clearly got their profits eaten out of. Because the other thing here is, like, it's a little bit of leeway thing, where if you're a writer and director and you really want to get a project made, you're really confident about 
how it turns out and you want to try and wrestle back some control from the studio, then you can say, hey, give me a smaller fee up front and give me some of this back end. It's sort of a best of both worlds, but you really can only do it when you're a when you have Christopher Nolan's name, you know what I mean? Like it, you're, mm. you got to have a big name to be able to secure that kind of bag. And it is the best of both worlds for directors because not only do the studio have less of an upfront investment, means they're less sort of privy to pitter patter where they can. And you know, if this thing does as well as you wake up every morning thinking it's gonna, which for Chris Nolan's a lot of chances it fucking has like, Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises, Inception, Interstellar, all pretty close to a Billy, if not a Billy. Mm. So, and you can think, if you if you went through all that hard yards in 20, 2019, whatever, to get that done, you didn't get that profit in 2020 because of a little fucking pandemic and Warner Brothers being like, yeah, you're the sacrificial lamb in theaters. You're going to want some of that money back. So, 20% of the film's first dollar gross. That 20%. sounds like a lot. It means that when we have to, when we see the numbers that, when we see the numbers of, of, of Oppenheimer when it comes out, 20% mm. to Chris Nolan. <sighs> 20%. I, I Ooh, feel what? like that's that. Does that you not be... already have enough fucking money though? Like, come on. Well, like, this is the thing. I, 20% seems too high. Like, first dollar gross might be fucking, it must be connected to a certain time period. Because twenty, if, if Chris Nolan for whatever reason had twenty a twenty percent first dollar gross on The Dark Knight Rises, then that means that Christopher Nolan made two hundred million dollars, and I just don't think that happens. No, I don't we, think that we might need to figure out exactly how this works. It could be twenty. It really could be twenty percent first dollar gross this time. With the assumption that it does at least 600 mil. And like, you know, like just recuperate whatever you lost on Tenet. Like maybe he had 5% on on, on previous pitches. Whatever. The last demand. And I thought this was the funniest because I, I haven't heard this anywhere. A three-week period before and after the film's release in which Universal Studios could not release another new film. That simultaneously makes sense, but is also like... (laughs) Which fucking... Wow. Wow. Like, that's... A shocking what I want to know, if you really think what about I want to know, is who else in Hollywood has that power? Exactly. Like, does Stephen like Tarantino have that power? Maybe not in these you days. You would have to think maybe, but Tarantino does not work enough or fight in these competitive spaces. Like Tarantino doesn't fight for the summer. You know what I mean? No, he just fucking makes a film that he wants to make. I feel like if we think about the really really financially successful blockbusters of of the era. There's no like auteur force behind Star Wars or Marvel. No. To sort of get that pull. That's the committee. 
Like Kevin Fieri does not need to pull those moves because he is getting so many different bags <laughs> off all of the different Fieri. projects that it like it accumulates. <laughs> Kevin Fieri. Yeah. Um. Uh, uh, uh. Tom Cruise like releases a movie again. He like, probably Tom Cruise could. Yeah, but I again, reckon Tom Cruise, and that's probably it. That's that's probably it. Like, no one else is like a name force behind these. Well. I reckon like fucking I co- reckon James Cameron might have Oh maybe yeah, no, used that's another one. That's another one. But I also like I, I I'm not like out on the street and people come up to me like, damn, I'm fucking so hungry for this next avatar film. <laughs> it's fucking gonna be interesting. <laughs> Fucking gonna be interesting. No, no one's like no, I'm not like engaging in social discourse with people at like uh at supermarket <laughs> checkouts being like, so uh you seen that Avatar yeah. 2 trailer? I will say, just to quickly make this our Avatar segment, the entire reason I went to see Doctor Strange at the theaters is because I thought they were gonna show the Avatar 2 trailer in front of the movie. Oh, you did a Phantom Menace on it. Yeah. I did a Phantom Menace for it. And I went to the Nelson based cinema. I was on I was I was I was visiting my parents at the time. I was visiting my other families at the time. Fucking Nelson based cinema did not play the Avatar 2 trailer in front of in front Damn. of Doctor Strange and I was livid. Oh my god. I almost I I I I, I joked beforehand wouldn't it be funny if I just vi- like made a song and dance about it? well, I saw the Avatar trailer and like got out and walked in front of like whatever the half packed <laughs> cinema is and just walked out. <laughs> <laughs> and then it didn't play, and I was like, "Fucking, there's no point anymore." Um, but uh, you say this, you don't hear the streets talking about Avatar two. One of my high school friends has redeemed me. I don't know how long ago it was not not that long ago, but said, "Hey, I'm making big plans to go see Avatar two in December. You coming <laughs> with?" And I'm like, "Well, okay, sure." But you know. Like even um, people people probably don't even know his name, but if you're like, oh, the guy who did Inception, they're like, oh yeah, that yeah. Like people exactly. will just like, like know that. Yeah, exactly. Like like fucking no, my my fucking parent wouldn't know Christopher Nolan's name. They'll be like, oh yeah, those Batman movies. It's they're one of the good. yeah. It's one of the like mums. My mother has seen probably every Christopher Nolan movie, but like. She might fuck around and ring me one day, going like, "Oh, I've just seen on Millionaire Hot Seat. What's the name of the guy who made in uh, the Dark Knight again?" I'm like, <laughs> "Christopher Nolan." She goes, "That's right." Like, absolutely <laughs> one of those names. But again, three uh, three weeks before and three weeks after. And after. Well, the three weeks before is fucking nuts because <laughs> it's like, why is that a threat? Like, y- generally. You don't you want you don't want Once anything coming after three weeks. sucking up your profits. Yeah, I think I would look. My tinfoil hat is going on. If 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 that news is actually very recent and was only like done because they've seen how good Top Gun's doing, Top Gun is doing insanely well as long as it goes, and it's such a delight to see. Like it really is the the greatest word of mouth picture we've had since Avatar One. Mm. Like in terms of a movie that is just consistently doing well because people are hearing about it and going to see it. Mm. Mm. Like again, and perhaps even genuinely surprised that it wasn't going to be that good. 
Like yeah, I feel like, like that's a vibe. But like, yeah, not that like, I. I was like, yeah, look, it's gonna be good. Like the trailer looks good. Like, yeah. I'm sure all of those sequences with all, because you know, all those, all that yeah. beautiful stuff with it. Oh, so much great aircraft shit. I know well, I haven't like, even I, seen it yet, but like, I just I, know that it's great. But then, I, then just people that I wouldn't expect being like. Motherfucker, go see fucking Maverick. Like it's fucking yeah. great. I'm like, it's, oh okay. <laughs> it's apparently my sister's favorite film of the last few years. Oy. She hadn't even fucking seen the original Top Gun beforehand. She just went to the theaters and was like, "Yo, this movie's sick." And I'm like, "I, I-, I know." Yeah, I I get I get it. Anyway, so that's Look, that's wild. Well, the thing is, like Universal, do not. He's have... obviously feeling pretty fucking jaded after that whole experience. Yeah, he must. But just on that last thing, like, what? What? Universal doesn't have anything. Like, the Fast and Furious movie is coming out in, in April. Like, that's not competition. No. Universal will make a fucking bank ton off Fast X, and then like Oppenheimer. Yeah, sure. But what? They they haven't got anything else. They they're gonna be fighting. They're gonna be fighting a Mission Impossible movie, but that's Paramount, which is also probably why the production didn't happen at Paramount because they probably saw that demand and went, sorry, we've got to give in to Tom Cruise's demands. We can't have two of you at once. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's, it's, that's sick, nasty. And I'm, I'm kind of glad Nolan can pull that off. The last thing we should talk about, the last really interesting thing that we, we should speculate about the film is this fucking cast. Yeah. So it's uh, Killian Murphy. Killian Murphy. Right. You, you know what? Let's start. You name everybody who you remember has been cast in the movie. Uh, that's all I seem to remember. But he's let, the me, guy. let me. Let no, me. Don't look it up because I've got the list. No. Okay. Oh, hang on. You got the list. Let me see who I can just. Um, what I want to know. Mm. Okay. We'll have to also add um, Michael Caine. I don't think so, actually. Is he not in it? I don't think so, no. No. Oh my god. There are a few other you can you can try and go through some friend. of the other go through some of the other Nolan. Can we go regulars. through the can we go through the Rogues Gallery? Yeah, go um, through the Nolan Rogues Gallery. You'll find you'll you'll nail some names. Uh but not people like like so there's no Christian Bales, no Leos, because those are the, they've had their time. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um None of there, the leading men. Think yeah. about is, yeah, the, is there a JGL? No, there isn't. No Fuck, JGL. Good. No JGL. Um, is there a Tom Hardy? No. And again, that would have been fucking good. You, 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 you're close. You I'm are, close. you are going around. You will get to some of these names uh, in a moment. Let me. Uh, what I need to do because I've just forgotten some names, and I'm not going to go. I'm not going to cheat this. Okay. Um, I'm fucking. This you're so. You're on the tip of the tongue. Is there a Ken Watanabe? Oh no, but fuck, that'd be good. Um, How is there not a fucking Ken Watanabe? So <laughs> no, World War Two, fucking. Uh, we ahead in Nolan. Is there? Um, is Elliot Page in it? No, Elliot Page is not in it. Is there Marion Cotillard in it? No, Marion Cotillard is not in it. Again, okay. you're so close. I'm just on the Inception one. Okay, let's. Go. I want to get. Yeah, I want to give you. T- t- literally, neither of these two. Oh, there's two, and neither of them. They weren't in Inception. <laughs> Okay, all right. Um, I'm going to give you... All right, here's... How about this, right? I'm going to tell you just the films that they were in and you try and... Oh, the no. Previous, the okay. previous Nolan films. Yeah. All right. And there's only two at this point. All right. Don't oh, wait. And oh. Tenet. Um, 
Um, oh, oh, bloody Kenneth Branagh's in it. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. Branagh's, Sir Kenneth Branagh. Is he Sir? Let's, I don't uh, know. No lips. <laughs> That's what Emma calls him. This next Kenneth one? No lips Branagh. <laughs> and then two of the, uh, that isn't Cillian Murphy, the returning, the, the, the soldiers. Is Anne Hathaway in it? No. Do you read okay. it? But Batman Begins, The Dark Knight, The Dark Knight Rises. Oh, is uh, um, Gary Oldman in it? Correct. Nice. Quote. There's specifically a quote here about Gary Oldman's bit. Uh, where is it? Fuck, where is it? I read it. Doesn't matter. <laughs> here we go. No, Gary Oldman said he would only be on set for one day in May, one scene, a page and a half. Huh. If he's not playing some kind of fucking American president. Yeah. I, I yeah. Know. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe it's Daniel Day-Lewis playing <laughs> Gary Oldman. <laughs> It's Gary. It's, it's Gary Oldman in the like the <laughs> shitty Star Wars CGI playing Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah. Playing, <laughs> not even playing the American president Daniel Day Lewis played. Just playing a different. No, no, just playing the one. Well, just playing has the, the multiple Kenny appearance go across this time frame. Does is there a general pre, is there a general premise of this film? Fifty minutes into this podcast recording, just about says just says this film it's about follows him. The yep, Oppenheimer, the Los Alamos Laboratory. During the Manhattan Project. I think it's entirely during the Manhattan Project. Right, okay, era. cool. So it's going to fucking end with him getting shafted in Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Well, that's, that's my he, he gets shafted ages after the thing. That's the, Oh, after? He gets oh, shafted in the 50s. Fucking even worse. Oh, God. Well, all afterwards, and then he gets, I think he, yeah. yeah, anyway. Later on, then they're like, I think JFK apologizes to him. Yeah. All right. Anyway, so let's just look. Let's just roll through the list. There's going to be a long, strappy. slow shot going f- through the through the viewing port of the bunker and the test, yep. and he's going to he's going to look straight down the camera and yep. say, "I am become dead." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And everyone's going to be like, "Oh yeah, that's the guy that said that." And it's not. It's a Hindu yep. anyway. <laughs> the fucking cast. Okay, let's let's hear this cast. Let's go. Killian Murphy. Yeah. Emily Blunt. Oh yeah. Okay. Cool. 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 Yes. 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 Matt Damon. Oh really? All right. Okay. I want. Yeah. I want. I want one sentence reactions after all of these people. Have you seen the new <laughs> South Park? God. Uh, no. Maybe my favorite running joke about how Matt Damon was in that crypto.com ad <laughs> yes. saying fortune favors the brave. That's right. That's and how all right. the South Park characters are like, fucking Matt Damon, Matt Damon told us to be brave. Stole all our money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fucking Matt Damon. Right. Right. Following Matt Damon. You know what I just watched the other night? What'd I you just watched watch Ocean's day? Eleven the other night. The other night. It was great. So it's, good. it's great. So good. I still uh, haven't seen 12 and 13. They're good, good, but just watch watch the first one three times, like once a month <laughs> for three months. Just, I would rather do that. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. Again, again, an actor, an only an actor that can follow Matt Damon. Oh, Robert, Robert Downey Jr. Really? Okay, cool. Florence Pugh. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Rami Malik. Oh, Rami Malek's in it. And yes, that was my Safin impression. Benny Safdie. I don't know Safdie. You would uh, recognize him as one of the Safdie brothers, directors of Good Time and Uncut Gems. And you would have very recently seen him as the rando Jedi who gets hung in the opening ah, of Obi-Wan Kenobi. That's sad. I tell you what, I saw that and I went... 
I don't believe Benny Safdie's a Jedi. <laughs> he's, he's just fucking Benny Safdie. Josh Hartnett. Uh, uh, you know what I was thinking just the other day? He's not I looked at a, I Well, I looked Dean at a, looked at a DVD Hartnett. cover of Black Hawk Down and saw this dashing 20 years ago Josh Hartnett on the cover yeah. in sitting, at the, sitting with yeah. his legs out the side of a Black Hawk. And I was like, damn, where is he? <laughs> There was a limited what podcast. Has he done. There was a limited r- a podcast run that I was a, a bit of a fan of. That was just going through oh, Josh Hartnett's entire filmography, and it was just called We Heart Hartnett. <laughs> so you know we're in high esteem. If we're in high esteem, anyway. That's the We Heart Hartnett. Ongoing. Dane DeHaan. Okay. Jack Quaid. Oh, uh, no idea. Uh, probably... th- that's the lead guy from The Boys. Oh, yeah. That I, guy. I, I don't watch The Boys. I haven't seen The Boys. Matthew Modine. Oh, yeah. What's he been in? Full Metal Jacket. Famously, yeah, that guy. Very recently having another career renaissance role in Stranger Things. Yes. Now Damn, we're getting into is, like... That show is so, in, so, so about career renaissance. Yep. Amazing. Now we've got... Two young actors who I don't know of. This first one, Dylan Arnold, some kid who was apparently in the the last two Halloween films, yeah, and in the 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 after films, aka the weird Wattpad fan fiction movies that aren't about Harry Styles that are about Harry Styles. It's a bit of internet knowledge for your head. Talk. Okay, all right. Uh-huh. Um, someone named Ollie Huskivi, who does not have a link to a Wikipedia page. It's fresh. Right. Alden Ehrenreich. Oh, really? Han Solo. He's in it. He's in it. Don't know what as, but fucking... David Crumholtz. Oh, my God. David... <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I was hoping that one rang a bell. Because um, forever, he is that one elf. He's that so like guy. The old elf from the Santa Claus starring Tim Allen. Yeah. Which oh we will gosh. probably cover in a future... A future Christmas in February. Um, you know who I remember him is. Mm. Uh, the kid. He's the he's the kid. Isn't he the kid that she falls in love with? Um, that that Wednesday Adams falls in love with in Adams Family Values at camp. I'm gonna I'm gonna gonna that's him. In here. I haven't seen. It came out in 1993, so the okay. age is about right. Okay. Uh, Michael and a- a- Garano. Oh, that's him. Seen his face, but I couldn't tell you what he was from. I feel like that's some Disney Channel shit. Kenneth Branagh. Covered. David Dast Malchian, who I technically probably should have put in the in the returning. Uh, yeah, Nolan it's game. Joel. Yeah, Joel. Joel is his character. David Crumholtz. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. David Grumholtz. Okay. Okay. I didn't know. Never seen Adam's Family Values. <laughs> what? I just, I said that. <laughs> I've never seen Adam's Family Values. I'm sorry. We don't have time to, to linger on this. David Dastmalchian, a.k.a. The, 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 the mentally unwell person from The Dark Knight who Harvey Dent almost shoots. Uh, oh yeah, recently. he's in everything. He like yeah. up everywhere. He was in Ant Man. I remember that. Yeah, 
And he was in the the Suicide Squad. Uh, Australia's very own Jason Clark. Oh yeah, Jason Clark. What's Clarky's up in this? I'm trying to remember what he looks like. Is he one of those Australian actors who you're like, oh yeah, he? Yeah, he was. He was. Uh, he was in Zero Dark Thirty. Oh, he that is, guy. Oh, yeah, no, he he's He played great. John Connor in Terminator Genesis. He's from a little place called Winton. Oh. In Queensland. Oh, here we go. You're keeping track of your fucking Cane Toad actors, mate. That's right. Yeah. For American listeners, Cane Toad is essentially Slang. a slur for Queenslanders. Slur for Queenslanders. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, thanks for calling us pests. I was going to say. Resilient, resilient, and. <laughs> poisonous. Poisonous. And- yeah. I was going to say, yeah, I, I, I call it a slur because out of all the times I've heard it said. And reproducing. There was a lot of negative energy in the, in the pronunciation of it. Thanks for calling us re, re, reproducing, wildly reproducing guests. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, we get into a whole list of, of actors who I don't even know, but I'm going to skip to the names. Uh, James Darcy, who uh, Marvel fans would know. As uh the the original Jarvis, like the old like the old Butler Jarvis, oh yeah, in Agent Carter and Avengers Endgame, uh I know him because he was in uh, the second season of Broadchurch. Shout out, gang gang. Uh, Josh Peck. Cool. Is that name that name ring a bell with you? Yeah, it rings a bell. Don't know. Where Fucking from, Drake and Josh, mate. That's that's Josh. Okay. Funnier when he was fat. Um, Matthias, that's a German name, Schweighofer, who people would know as his recent turn in Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead and its spinoff, something about thieves, Army of Thieves, I'm loosely unaware, uh, I'm just thinking like this isn't interesting anymore, (laughs) I'm, I'm telling you there's fucking names down here, there's a weird pickup at the end. Uh, Gustav Skarsgård. Is that a relation to Stellan? It is. It's another fucking Skarsgård. <laughs> Every time I think, surely we've run out of Skarsgårds. But nope. Another one just comes up. Uh, there's no shot you know who this is, and barely I know who this is. Uh, Devin Bostick. No idea who this is. I only know who this is because he played Roderick Heffley. In the original three Diary of a Wimpy Kid films, <laughs> which I did drag my mother to see as a shitty kid, as a wimpy kid myself. <laughs> a whole bunch of other people, but Gary Oldman. And finally, the last fucking name on this list, Casey Affleck. Wasn't Casey Affleck cancelled? I think they're all been fucking... Half of these people have probably been fucking cancelled. It's Hollywood. I don't remember anymore. Wait. <laughs> like, yeah. Probably. Casey was on some weird shit with uh, Joaquin Phoenix back in the early 2010s. That's yeah. all I remember. They made that movie, I'm Not Here. Yeah, that's which weird. fucking strange. And that's it. That's the list. I mean, that's a... One would one would dis, dis, describe that as an ensemble cast. I could literally, I could go through uh, half of the names on this list and name you the things they've led, the lead roles they've. Well, fucking Han Solo is eleventh Billy. Well, I mean, you know, he's not a major Hollywood player. Yeah, he really shouldn't be. Look, this. I hope this doesn't tank. <clears throat> I don't think it will. Well, I don't think it will. It could. That's an important distinction to make. It very well could, 
but I don't think it will. But we'll be there to tell you all about it in next year's belated winter nolsters. My name's Morgan Robertson. My name's Sonny Fitzgerald, and uh, stay warm, Cinephiles. It's the darkest day of the year.